BringsWithRon.com. My name is Ron Tyson, and three years ago, I founded a not-for-profit called Bring Smiles to Seniors. We work with schools, civic organizations, and employers, as well as a network of card artists across the country to make and decorate greeting cards. These cards are then delivered to seniors in assisted and independent living facilities, nursing homes, seniors that are homebound, and those participating in elderly nutrition programs. I started this program in honor of my grandmother, Lola May. When she was in a nursing home with dementia, I recognized that there were many people that were alone, forgotten, and didn't have visitors and contacts from the outside. On my visits, I made a decision that something needed to be done and found the need to help educate children on the importance of remembering those that paved the way for us. That is how Bring Smiles to Seniors was born. As part of that program, I started a daily blog. Five times a week, I write inspirational messages that are meant to provoke thought, inspire, and help individuals dealing with certain life situations. Each week, I will share five of those messages on this podcast in hopes that my words may prove meaningful to you. I appreciate your joining this journey with me and look forward to sharing with you. Now on to this week's messages. One of the things I was thinking about recently is how fortunate I am to be able to go home to the home that I grew up in and actually have the door always open to me to come in. And I titled this message, The Door is Always Open. There are many of us that are lucky that we've had or have parents and grandparents have done exactly that for us. There are those that have provided a safe haven that gives us a place to escape from reality and pressures of the world. You know, a, a place that allows us to travel back in time and relive moments of our childhood and just be one with the world. I think about this every time I go home to my parents. My parents still live in the house that I grew up in, and I often sleep in the same room that was always mine. And some nights when I lay there falling asleep, I'm transported to another time and a place where things were much simpler. I know that no matter what, that bed's always there for me. I know that the front door is always open and there'll always be a meal on the table for me if I should need it. You know, years ago when I was in my poorer days, there were times when I would go days without eating simply because I didn't have the money. When my parents found out about this, you can imagine how that went over. Every time I'd go home, they'd have me go in their pantry, go grocery shopping and ensure that I was going home with food in my cupboards. Every time I'm home visiting now, I go in their pantry and I think about that. I know that that's one of the many reasons that I have such a compassion for doing for them and others today. You know, there's so many people that never get to experience the wonderful feeling of knowing that that door is always open. For one reason or another, they've either been estranged from their families, something they did when they were younger caused them to be exiled from their home, or they just grew up and lost the need for their families and forgot the value that family really brings to our lives. However, there's so many where families still mean the world to them. They understand the benefits of being in each other's lives and sharing with each other as they grow. You know, one of the reasons that I made Connecting the Circle of Life one of the missions of the Bring Smiles to Seniors program is because I saw a need for ensuring that children always remember those that paved the way for us. I felt it was important for them to understand that our elders are to be honored and revered. Why do we tend to forget the elderly in the time when they need us most? When we ensure that our door is always open as much as theirs is or was to us, it's really only then that the safe haven we all desire will be available for all generations to come. This next message came about it as I was thinking about how dependent we've become on things and how much we've just not really focused on moments in our lives. And that's why I titled this one, Collect Moments, Not Things. You know, as we go through our life, we're often afforded the opportunity to collect things or moments that really eventually contribute to a full and satisfying life. 
Many people choose things because they ultimately believe that that's what makes them happy. Others choose to collect moments that create memories that last a lifetime. At the end of the day, which of those do you think make for a happier person? I mean, I like gadgets and things as much as the next person. It's funny, though, the things that I choose to help fulfill my life. I buy clothes and I wear them for years. There's probably shirts hanging in my closet that I've had for 10 years or more. I like the latest gadgets and things that add to my home experience. However, I really believe that if material things were what I base my measure of happiness on in my life, there would definitely be something missing. What usually works for me is to balance things with moments. People know that I love traveling, especially with friends and family. And those trips create moments for me and memories that I draw on when I need that little life pick me up. I can't imagine a single possession of mine feeling that void for me. I'd venture to say that anyone that solely relies on possessions for happiness would tell you that in reality, something's missing. At the end of the day, isn't a satisfying life really just about balance? When we find the things that contribute to a full life and then find the right amount of those things that balance each other, it's only then that we're really able to live a life that completes us. If you ever feel like that your life might be a little off, think about all those things that make you happy and then determine if the balance of those things is lopsided. My guess is that once you bring them all into balance, you'll start to live a more rewarding, satisfying, and harmonious life. This next message came from a quote that I found on Instagram from The Good Quote. It said, sometimes the people around you won't understand your journey. They don't need to. It's not for them. When I saw this quote, the first thing I thought of was how many times I have felt the need to explain to others my personal journey. Yet, no matter how hard I tried, they just didn't get it. Often I'd make alterations to my life course and do that to try to please others. You can imagine how that wound up. It often resulted in great dissatisfaction on my part. It was only when I realized that I didn't need a stamp of approval on my life journey from others that I started to live life for myself. There are so many times when people get caught up in relationships, marriages, and friendships where we basically sell our souls to ensure that others are satisfied. We often forgo our own ambitions and fail to follow our own dreams and thereby live someone else's life rather than our own. I think what we forget is that we only get one chance at life. There's no do-overs, and that makes it incredibly important to make sure that we're living the life that nurtures our soul and not a life that satisfies everyone else. The first step to living a life that's true to who we are, though, is understanding that others don't need to understand or approve our journey. Those who want to be a part of our life should be allowed to but that doesn't give them the right to choreograph our lives to satisfy their own. Learning and understanding that gives us the freedom to be true to who we are and live a life that's fulfilling and rewarding. The next time you find yourself going off your life path, evaluate what it is that's causing the deviation. If it's because of your own action, then evaluate and course correct. But if it's because you're allowing someone else to direct your life for you, take back your power and live the life that you deserve. This next message came about as I was thinking about how we've become a society that's quick to judge today rather than uplift. And I call this message, keep those stones in your pocket. If you've ever wondered how I figure out what my message for the day is going to be, I can tell you that many times it comes from one of you. Something you said, one of your posts or a message that you have sent triggers something inside of me that allows me to share with you on that particular day. This particular message was no exception. When I look out in the world, I often question what's happened that we've become a society that's far quicker to judge each other rather than support and uplift. We often seem to be able to find everything we can that's wrong with an individual, yet finding the good and recognizing it takes way too much effort. 
It's as if we become so perfect in our own minds that no one can even measure up to us. And this is especially true on social media, where people can hide behind a screen and exert their wrath, often never even letting anyone know who they are. You know, that old adage about glass houses and stones reigns more true today than ever. I think somehow we've lost the humility and humbleness that once defined us as a caring and compassionate society. Teachers will tell you that children are getting more difficult to manage. Employers will tell you employees are getting more demanding while wanting to do less. It has become harder and harder to get people together for the common good. But really, all is not doom and gloom. There still exists a compassionate population wanting to do good in the world and leave it a little better off than we found it. These are people who care for each other and often for those that they don't even know. Those who have the humility to know that we are all one people and none of us is perfect. We know that through our faults we become better persons and thereby set the example for others to do the same. I see it every day in the Bring Smiles to Seniors program. When we learn to judge less and support more and have the love and compassion that defines a truly great generation, I really believe it's only then that subsequent generations follow suit. It's also why it's so important for us to set the example, keep those stones in our pocket and support and uplift each other rather than tear each other down. That's what makes a great generation. For the final message today, I was thinking about how powerful we are as individuals and how two words are probably the most powerful in all of our vocabulary. And those words are yes and no. As I was thinking about just how powerful we are as individuals, as much as it doesn't feel like it sometimes, we are the ones that are really in control of our life. There's two simple words that are all we need to control our destiny, alter our life path, and keep us on the track to achieving the goals which we desire. Those words are yes and no. You know, when you think about it, there are the true power to everything. When we say yes, hopefully we've made a commitment, done our analysis, and know that it's the correct path that we need to take. But when we say no, we understand that it isn't the right path for us and that there must be alternatives. Where we sometimes get into trouble is when we say maybe, and then we let others sway a decision that may not have necessarily been the right decision for us. I think when we truly understand the power of the word yes and no, we also understand the importance of not giving up that power to anyone else. Once we do, the ability to control our own lives and its destiny go with them, which often leaves us with a life unfulfilled. I believe at the end of the day, no one wants to give the power to control their life to someone else. We just sometimes lose sight of who we are and what we are capable of while second-guessing ourselves. There's been many times over the years where I've been in a relationship with a person, a job, or a situation where I forgot that I had the ultimate power to say yes or no. I let others make decisions for me, and it rarely wound up in a good situation for me personally. It was only when I said enough was enough that I truly took the reins of my life path and understood that I was responsible for my own satisfaction. If you ever find yourself a little off course, sit down and look in the mirror and say those two words to yourself out loud. Tell yourself that only you have the power to use those two words on things that affect your life and take back ownership of your life path. It's only when we truly believe that we have the ultimate power that we see that our life really does belong to us. I hope you enjoyed this first podcast of morningswithron.com, and I so appreciate you going on this journey with me. I look forward to sharing many more messages with you in the future. As you go out into the world this week, always remember to be the reason that someone smiles. Mm -hmm.